0: You're listening to the Veteran Etc. podcast, as there's always more to be said about a veteran. Join your host, Mike Kim, a veteran, ex monk, seasoned war trauma therapist, and writer, as he shares his years of research in veteran readjustment culture and the meaning of warrior life. Now, here's your host, Mike Kim
1: Veteran Etc. This episode, your host, Mike Kim, will be delivering an audio essay, Veteran Homelessness, Many Intersections of Poverty. Lately, we've been hearing about homeless people and their situation, whether it's on the street or elsewhere. But uh, here in New York, there's been a lot of news on the homeless and mental health issues tied to the homeless and housing i would like to look at veteran homelessness and see what connections can be made with regular homelessness outside of veterans homelessness one out of every 10 homeless people are veterans now what's really interesting with homelessness veteran homelessness in particular is that and any given night, there's roughly 30,000 or so veterans who are, are homeless. And that's sad. According to Thomas Byrne, Dr. Thomas Byrne out of Boston University's School of Social Work, he's a scholar who has done extensive research on veteran homelessness. I trust his opinion. I trust his research. And I think he has a, a realistic perspective on the matter at hand veterans seem to be struggling with adverse circumstances now that that can mean many different things that might cause homelessness so what could happen is a sudden mental health crisis that might throw someone off a marriage falling apart a child running away losing a job there are many different adverse circumstances and i appreciate dr Byrne for not generalizing but basically pointing out that life happens bad things happen in life and that can contribute to homelessness what else is a major factor in regards to homelessness for veterans income disparity or an affordable wage because if you're working several jobs or you're working one job you're not able to take care of your rent and let's face it you're out of the military Mm -hmm. and you're really not equipped unless you're like an officer to really pick up a stable job to afford your own apartment these days So income inequality, disparity, these are issues. The other issue for homeless veterans is to quit housing. There's just not enough housing out there. Now, on a hopeful note, let's just say this, that since 2009 and even before that, U.S. federal government has placed a lot of money into veteran housing, either with housing vouchers or just paying folks to get housed. I mean, that's the bottom line, getting them housed. There are many different ways. That's shown huge success with people who have experienced long-term homelessness. What do I mean by long-term homelessness? I mean, someone who's been homeless for 10 to 20 years in and out of homelessness. So, we're we're talking about 10 to 11% reduction of homelessness, veteran community. That's huge. So I would say that the larger society should be looking at that and they should be thinking about homeless individuals who aren't veterans and maybe taking care of them. I would say identifying homeless civilians – who seem to be leaning towards long-term homelessness and keeping up with them as far as tracking them and and providing services that are they're not like how could i say it problem oriented but more like strength based oriented needs based oriented i would say that that's the huge difference in my opinion between veteran housing workers and civilian homelessness, or homeless workers. I know many of them who work with veterans, these workers. I, I used to work with the homeless, civilians and veterans, used to work with both communities. I don't know if I should even say civilians. I, I would say, yeah, I mean, civilians. I mean, people who don't have status. status. That's all I'm saying. And that's not to shame or anything like that. That's just to recognize that the U.S. government had, has placed a lot of money towards alleviating homelessness, veteran homelessness, and, and it's paying off. That should let people know out uh, in the larger society that when you create more housing opportunities, long-term housing opportunities... That can make a huge difference for someone who is homeless and is not functioning well and is going through the adverse circumstances of life. There are a lot of veterans I know who who will judge the homeless. Usually those veterans are veterans who were either officers or they were high-ranking NCOs. They usually have college behind their back they have college and they usually have pretty good jobs and they've used their veteran status to be upwardly mobile. Now, do I feel there's a sin in that? No, but I do feel as though, and the research shows that when you get out of the military, if you are at a lower rank and you're headed towards reintegration in society, first of all, you're, you're, Job prospects are very limited. I've seen this over and over and over again. And then you probably didn't save much money just because the military sets it up where you live in the barracks. I mean, I guess like if you're in the Navy, like I guess birthing quarters, you know. The thing is, is that afloat or shore duty, the thing is, is that Military takes care of that. You don't have to extend your lease. You don't need to really focus on managing the lease. You're getting fed regularly. You're just supposed to follow the UCMJ, the Uniform Code of Military Justice, and do your job. Everything else pretty much is taken care of by the military. Your ankle hurts from doing PT. You go to the hospital go to the clinic. They'll get you. They take care of you. And that's it. You're hungry. There's all different hours where you can get food, especially depending on the type of work that you do. All of this, well, let me just say it. It's social support. And so when sailor, soldier, marine, and airman, a Coastie is out in regular civilian society without these supports, it becomes a challenge. And when you have adverse circumstances on top of all that, it becomes even harder. Now, I agree with Thomas Burns in what he has said about the homeless and military deployments. So a lot of people generalize and they think military deployments like add to the risk factors regarding homelessness. In a way, yes, and in a way, no. Burns thinks that, or he claims that, being homeless after getting out of the military after several deployments or after one deployment, landing into a state of homelessness, that that's somewhat close to the date of your discharge from the military. That's Burns' perspective. He also says that it just depends on different people and what they're going through. It's not just an issue of Deployment again, just it, this this phrase, adverse, are these words adverse circumstances? As I said, when we look at adverse circumstances as potential problem resolutions in many ways, instead of just problems, that could help the vet in regards to getting good case management and getting into more stable housing. I know the people at HUDVASH. It's a veteran housing program that has veterans shift from temporary housing to more permanent housing. And there's like a caseworker assigned. That caseworker has to do home visits and monitor that veteran. I've, I've seen some really good work done. And I'm wondering if that can be done on some level in regards to the homelessness with the general population. I know certain people are going to say, well these type of civilians they're just not they're just not worthy i say let's take care of them so we give them every opportunity not to prove their worthiness but just to live a worthy moment in regards to feeling safe in your own home many of us take that for granted but I've been doing work with the homeless since the 90s. I don't do much of it these days, but I've spent many years doing it. And most of the time, I've seen people appreciate their new stable housing. It's not like what the media depicts things to be in many ways. You can't just make a quick assessment with someone. You've got to spend some time kind of like in their environment, to see what type of homelessness they're in, what type of housing they're needing. Do they need supportive housing? Can they deal with just being completely on their own? What type of housing is needed? Communal housing?
0: There's all different
1: types of housing. But I think what happens in our society, whether it's looking at veterans or civilians who are homeless, we tend to just look at these folks as moral failure. My question is, if you see a vet, or if you see a civilian in that way, is it more an issue because you think you're a moral failure? It's just a question. One thing that is important to look at is someone's contextual reality and understanding their lives, understanding the adverse circumstances. By understanding those and working with the veteran or the civilian on certain goals. It might take time, but some work is better than no work. And there is evidence that there are people who do get rehoused and keep their housing. In all of my work with the homeless, I've never felt a fear. I've never felt like a real fear of them. In the beginning of my work, I did feel pity. I think that just goes with old Christian Social teachings for my family. But as time went on with my work, I learned about the different narratives of the different homeless I work with. Picked up on these narratives and I recognize the pain, the suffering, folks from all different backgrounds, races, ethnicities, class standing. I just know that people struggle. We all struggle on some level. A lot of times we're not proud of our struggle. Maybe we can move outside of this moral scrutiny towards the homeless and look at the potential that a homeless person might have in regards to what they can do to maybe save their own lives with a little bit of help. You know, it doesn't cost that much to help someone when you look at long-term effects. Let's say 10 years, you invest in someone, 10 to 15, 20 years. You know, you set them up with a sense of stable housing, I'm not saying everyone, but I have noticed this with like homeless families, with homeless individuals, males, females, homeless of all different races, again, point out diverse homeless folks. When they're given a certain sense of safety and stability and that compounds, they're able to work on other things in their lives, like education, like being in the world with others reconnecting with their families you don't think that's not going to lead to eventual work even if it's working at starbucks even if it's working at walgreens human beings i believe you know as a social christian i believe that god ordains us to have some sense of work and purpose now that doesn't mean that we have to work for a hedge fund That, that can mean doing many different things and i'm wondering if. We take the time, put the energy, put the money, and we invest on human beings for the long term. Many will let us down, but many will reach their goals. I've seen it happen. I think that's why I've stayed in the field for a long period of time. It's because I have seen the ironic. I have seen miracles occur in regards to people experiencing brokenness and an emptiness, and then being somehow restored but that takes time it takes a lot of time and we have the time we might not have the patience but we have the time and so these are things to look at in regards to veteran homelessness and also homelessness
0: in larger society veteran etc invites you to join us again with your host mike kim every sunday if the content from this podcast is informative to you Please share the podcast with others. Give a like and or post something you learned from the episode on social media. If interested in other truly informative podcasts like Veteran Etc., check out cominghomewell.com for a listing of other Veteran-based podcasts. Thank you for tuning in.